Hello, everybody. My name is McEnroe, a.k.a. Rod Bailey. I run a little record label called Peanuts and Corn Records. We started back in the day in Brandon, Manitoba, and it grew into other stuff, and now I live in Vancouver, and I'm talking to my good friend Joe Comperi, a.k.a. Bazooka Joe, FKA John Smith, and uh, we're hanging out. He's in Winnipeg, and I'm in vancouver and we're both on semi-lockdown with this crazy quarantine coronavirus stuff i hope everybody out there is being safe hello joe yo yo so we're gonna just hang out for a little while and we're gonna play some songs and talk about them because uh we've made a lot of music together for a long time and uh so let's get into it let's get into it with some music so we're gonna start with a track by a group called hip-hop wieners what kind of name is that? Uh, this song is called Brains and Brawn. You want to crumble, follow grievance with me in the flesh, believing it's some sort of achievement, dissing me on the net? Shit, I'm a rapper who stalks a red river, working on a dead liver, often snapping, got him clapping when I give her. I opt out of running after I rocked out. Through my own town for two years, I got clout. What these jerks talk about and how many y'all been talking can't be smirched. The pure dopeness of my walkman. Go ahead, put your best fact checker on my track record. My past checkered, lacquer and alabaster. Trying to outlast ever the outcast, weather the storm. The trauma tore the toe line that tethered it to the norm. Metal with the reborn, baby entrepreneur. Less lyrical, more like literature. Hunting for the dope score, something bumping to back my poor folklore. Yo, golden raps pocketed in the smoke. Store. Rolling back watches and the roaches spoke for I call dibs but I never get shotgun Bullshitting is dirt cheap and I've been known to drop tons I'm a dumb truck, a hot one for all you sucker ducks Who think the way I fuck it up is dumb luck I have come unstuck and I'm gaining momentum In my conversational picture painting invention I'm John Smith, drop the J and it's on Along with break bread off of peanuts and corn Best believe it's the norm for the people to swarm People unleash the evil of the brains and brawn I'm John Smith, drop the J and it's on Along with break bread off of peanuts and corn Best believe it's the norm for the people to swarm People unleash the evil of the brains and brawn Yo, you've been forewarned about the brains and brawn The stepping razor ain't afraid to play So game on, get your lame on I got my game face on, set the pace of the race And maintain it for the Duration. I'm nonchalant during my victory lack Don't wanna flaunt but they're giving me dap I know my history, so symmetry and rap is what I practice So distance MCs on my blacklist Need only look right past the lattice that tricks my halves into difference You're on the side of madness Longingly gazing at the vulnerable Smith Revealed in my songs of sadness The hapless brazenly assume that I never establish myself as the baddest But when it comes to battles, who's rolling up the cabbage? And I never wanna lose it like a bad habit Some cash to be won Fucking A, I'll take a stab at it. I'm John Smith, drop the J and it's on. Along with break bread off of peanuts and corn. Best believe it's the norm for the people to swarm. People unleash the evil of the brains and brawn. I'm John Smith, drop the J and it's on. Along with break bread off of peanuts and corn. Best believe it's the norm for the people to swarm. People unleash the evil of the brains and brawn. No man, the girl is dissing me. Dissing, dissing, dissing you. About as much as a maybe I write a verse and if it gets recorded Yo, 
that's breaky I'm hasty to set straight those who relate me With the flaky hip-hop come lately I'm dirtier than scabies Living in a not-so-spacey Townhouse with my mom and her five babies I'm John Wayne Gacy Take my art from this town to that town Mostly paintings of fate smiles on sad clowns Eerily enhanced by my disturbing details and backgrounds It sucks when your appetite for self-destruction Has you right for reduction To the rock and roll hall of fame And not the big ball and shot calling wall of game It's like picking a stab, I can't leave well enough alone Kicking raps till I'm expelled like shells from chrome So that was Brains and Brawn by Hip Hop Wieners. And that was John Smith's solo joint off that record. Um, I remember making that beat and um, passing it to you and you tore it up. I think you had a verse. I think you had that song written to something else first. Yeah, that's that had a couple of different incarnations. The first one, the fir- where I wrote it was in Churchill, Manitoba. And that's when I was cargo thugging up there. I was chucking luggage around at the small airport up in Churchill. And um, Jeff Speck had a tape out. And it was, uh, it was I believe the tape, the cassette itself was either blue or purple. And there was a song on it that jammed so hard. and like really funky and it rolled. It was really dope. But um, I think it was maybe eight bars of it was open for eight bars before he started rapping yeah so that's that's how i wrote it It was in eight bar installments just over that loop that i liked in a bedroom with like no furniture in it in in (laughs) churchill but it but it's like it goes hard and then for the longest time live we would rap it with honeycutt just breaking records right right and and that people loved that and then this came out and they had to get used to this i remember someone coming up to me and being like, oh, I liked it the other way. And I was like, yeah, we can't just put Honeycut breaking records on the record here. You know what I mean? Like, besides the new beat, it's dope. But, yeah. But yeah, I remember all that. So, um, to go back a little bit, I mean, that was like our second, well, our third album together. So you and I kind of got together in the late 90s. Um, I was working at Sam the Record Man and you brought me a demo. And then um, Pipskid and I were in a group called Farm Fresh, and Pipskid took off, and I needed a hype man, I needed someone to rap with, and you were available. So we started yeah. hanging out, and I was writing as McEnroe, and you were John Smith, and I remember I did a couple beats for you, and then just grew from there, and then we started a group called Park Like Setting, and then we did an album in 2001 called Blunderbuss, we're gonna jump all over the place here today, but we did Blunderbuss, and then, and then I believe you did Hip Hop Wieners with Pip. Is that correct? Is there something I'm missing there? I, I think it goes, it goes Park Lake Setting, Blunderbuss, then Wieners. Yeah. 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 
So what do you remember about making that Wieners record? I, I don't even remember. Did we record it together? Like, was Pip around? I think he was, right? Yeah, the Wieners one was, was pretty crazy. So um, uh, my girlfriend at the time was house-sitting in Victoria, B.C. And I remember getting to Victoria. It's a long ride from the airport into the city. And that's when Donuts first came out. And so I just listened to Donuts over and over again on the like hour long ride from the airport to the city. And then I wrote Wieners for like two weeks, maybe. Yeah. And then, and then Pip showed up and lived with us for two weeks and we wrote more. It was this beautiful mansion in Victoria and we were just straight like slime balls, just like surviving off of beer and uh and like agadashi tofu <laughs> and uh and yeah and so he stayed for two weeks and we were you know we were by day we were writing the raps at night we were in the hot tub in the backyard and uh and then we came to vancouver and recorded it is how it worked right yeah so yeah we we were all together when we recorded that it was there's a lot of transition in that time because I know you recorded Blunderbuss with me. I mean, we, I guess we've always recorded together, whereas Pip yeah. sent me tapes to do Friends Forever at the same time, and that was a mess. Right, he would he would be out in Halifax. He was in Halifax, Halifax, right? Yeah, so or maybe even going crazy in the valley farming or whatever the fuck he was doing there. Where the valley in outside of Halifax? You mean? Yeah, wasn't wasn't he? You know, in a bar, he lived there on a farm for a while as well, I believe. I mean, I've lost the plot on I, on that whole history because <laughs> all between '96 and when he was sort of back back went. I don't even know when that is, like 2003, 2004. Like when did he no, come back to Winnipeg? I think he would be back in Winnipeg by 2001 or two. Who knows? Yeah, I you're, mean, you're probably know. right. Yeah, not that late. Um, but anyway, so he would, yeah, he was all over the place, but that was a lot of fun. That record. Um, yeah. And brains and brawn marked a, a point where it was like, I was really getting a handle on, on, you know, how a song works. Like it's, I believe it's a turning point. There's clumsy attempts to get to the place where it gets to. Um, and I remember people really received it well i remember the first time i met the halifax dudes the low pressure guys uh you took me over to their crib in vancouver and moves had like his setup in the bathroom yeah uh, and uh and the first thing he did was quote the hook to me drop the j and it's on like he really he really liked the wordplay in the hook yeah that was that was like a real fun that's a fun jam it's got a and that sample in the middle is from a movie called the the search for one-eyed jimmy um features a very short cameo was from samuel jackson it's a very funny movie if anybody wants to check it out very cool all right let's play another song we're going to jump back in time because we've been referencing some of the early stuff so i'm going to play this song which is one of my favorite from blunderbuss um partly because i just i loved this beat and then what you did with it a lot of times i had these really good beats and then you would do something with it that i was really you know of all the people i've worked with a lot of times 
uh, you know, I'd have a beat and I'd give it to you and you would really take it somewhere and blow my mind. So this is an example of that because I remember I made this beat and I loved it. And then I gave it to you or you, you know, you got it and you really did something with it. So let's play it. This is one-sided trees. It was just four years ago From late June until early September I went on my adventure back to my hometown Little Joey Comperi almost grown now I ain't so cool that I won't admit I was sad about missing my grad And about the passing of my dad's dad Had to tell Abby I couldn't make it Ain't been close ever since But when we meet up we fake it Well anyways, it had been three years Since my mom made her move Pops was out of town when she climbed his ass and relocated down south In a small town, loose lips attached to big mouths Hell, we're getting around about his infidelity For a bored and selfish teen, it felt like an incredibly positive development I was en route to a relevant existence and wasn't missing my friends as the train chugged into the distance. In the time that lapsed, I lied to myself, feeling city-fied. On the train ride home, I had a new job in my old town, where Blair and Kelsey played too close to the sea spray's foam. They got swallowed up by Hudson's Bay. On the rocks on which you weren't supposed to play, they always warned us to stay away. That was where you filed through sun-bleached white caribou bones Trilobites trapped in stone Until you found one that would skip Like I skipped out the peg And opted for muskeg I'm surprised I remember it so clearly A beer in nearly every pocket Trying to steal a truck with Robert Beardy The same summer I tied roller skates Until my hands were lame and couldn't get number Chafed and blistered, making sure my 26 or so kids spend enough time in the mixture. Until I kicked their asses out the gym, hit the Churchill Motel where Ruthie grinned at me while she bust glasses to my dad and I, thinking about the chintzy mustache I had when I dated her daughter, I bet. So I get a little awkward and flush while I rush through my crinkle cut fries, say my goodbyes, hop into the ride of one of the guys that I grew up with. Smoked a joint, stole a jerry can, and blew it up Shit, I don't know if those city slickers know what they're missing Senseless vandalism's one of a small town teen's traditions And so's drinking, luckily we didn't get dumped into the drink When we were clinking plastic champagne glasses Watching Grandpa Joe's ashes sink into the Churchill River It could have been later that same night when we were passing duchies Munching out a salad bowl, half full of magic mushies After hours at a location I won't disclose there's some stiffs in town who I suppose wouldn't appreciate Such a negative portrayal that never fails to take the wind out my sails And every time since that summer when I return It burns watching our town turn into some tourist trap Some Americans boorish yap that never shuts the fuck up Spending big bucks to shoot some Manitoba ducks up Yeah it sucks but even my pops is cashing in So I can run my big yap but I'll just be bashing him It's tragic in the eyes of Two-Face Smitty the who can identify with country mouse and city mouse Who wonders how safe the locks on the shitty house are Cause last summer this kid I went to school with Was stabbed to death in a parking lot Just a few blocks away and even closer the year prior Some dude got shot in the face 
and died So as I search the mailbox for keys Melancholy sets in And I think about one-sided trees James Woods. I know. Yeah, that's unfortunate. That's it's <laughs> uh, James Woods in the hard way. Um, the hard way is uh, James Woods and Michael J. Fox. Amazing, amazing film. I've actually never seen it. Oh God, it's so good. It's crazy good. Anyway, well, I really like that song. I said that already, didn't I? Yeah. Well, you know what's crazy about that is. Uh, is I don't, uh, very rarely do I listen to any of my of the really early stuff, but there is so many real names of human beings on that song. Like, yeah. uh, it's it's crazy. And like when this when Blunderbuss came out, and I went home to Churchill afterwards, it this was in the CD was in a jukebox in one of the bars, and people would just play it. And like the people that I name drop in the song are in the bar, you know. Like it's uh, it's like a it's like a real cheap pop. It's like you know, like a wrestler's like Cleveland, you know. And then he's <laughs> yeah. like, "This is this. It's gonna be as filthy as the Cuyahoga River, right?" And then you get it. The audience goes, "Yeah," or whatever. <laughs> uh, it's like the ultimately minute cheap pop to just put the whole fucking town of Churchill's names in that song. I'm sure when you listen to it, you just hear awkward. <laughs> yeah, I mean, delivery-wise, all that early stuff is 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 whatever, but uh, but yeah, content-wise, it's like, wow. And it, and it's all true, right? Which is which is really fun to listen to. Um, yeah, I, like, I talk about eating mushrooms out of a giant salad bowl and I remember uh, the woman who my cousin is now married to jumped on a motorcycle and she had never driven a motorcycle before um, and we had all been eating mushrooms and for the first 500 meters or so she really looked good on the motorcycle oh, and no. then just yeah ate it and like chewed her leg up and <laughs> like had to go to the hospital no, I think we just poured some whiskey on it or whatever. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, it was all true. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, on that since we're on that topic, maybe we just jump into the next song, which is uh, another Churchill jam called Wooden Polar Bear. Um, yeah, yeah. We did a seven-inch called High Arctics, and um, 
and this is on it and it's another one of my favorite songs i guess we're all playing all my picks so what we've done everybody is we've each picked five songs to play for you and so i picked one two, uh, i picked one-sided trees and i'm picking the next one because i'm in charge here and this song is called wooden polar bear from high arctics let's check it out because we're on the topic of churchill and we can hear some more churchill stories here we go But a duffel bag and my troubles with me A pilgrimage to the surf spraying foam This village ain't my birthplace but it's home My man wheels got a truck we do a roundabout Found Maddie gave me keys to his townhouse I got one thing to tell you In your room Bob done himself in with a shotgun It was quite a few years back The night with the crew we knocked quite a few beers back Asleep on my feet the pain dwells in my sad slouch Drowned so many brain cells another blackout how I got home, I guess it's as good as mine is What good's a mind ticking timeless? But before I woke in a daze to wonder I'd awake to a place, amazing slumber The summer's short, the winter's punishing So they afford the town center recovering Developed a skeleton of steel Enveloped in aluminum with high ceilings Underneath white walls of stucco Under feet expansive ramps championing concrete This monolith remained the same through the years minus the lighting It was flame blue when I came to In the hallway of the curling rink Round the corner from the fountain where boys and girls drink Doors designated men and women Wardrobe before swimming A couple more for pissing I'm roaring with instinct Full of fear I know what's beyond the brink But could appear I won't let it find me I don't dare wait Started a bolt and halt at the staircase, stifled at the foot of the spiral, an eyeful of a whiteout, middle of July, the doors are outside, won't open, they're frozen, shut, me and whatever it is, I snowed in, stuck in this sprawling city hall, so much space and no stores, like a shitty mall, the pale blue tinted my ascent so vivid, I was painfully lucid and insanely livid. I got patched and stitched In the school, I skipped class and ditched In the curly rink, I had my first acid trip In the arena, I got my ass kicked In this building, abandoned and snow covered Theater hadn't changed since it showed Ghostbusters I wondered, is this monster made up? Like Ray Conjuring images that stay puffed? Something wasn't, but should've been over there The wooden polar bear The wooden polar bear? A monument to this dominant survivor About the width of a tank If not wider in 3D, 15 feet if not higher When it creaks up on its hind legs right behind ya Head reared, eyes blazing red rum Concrete cracked back where I fled from It was tracking me I better boot it or get chewed up by that mouthful of jagged 2x4s Like crunch and lunge I pulled aside, lurched and launched into full stride it gave chase up and down ramps in a great race I'm on the lamb, it's just trying to save face It loses shell with every step booming I'm hoofing with fluent gazelle-like movements Till it's drooling, wood chips above me looming Shockwaves threw me off, we landed in unison Now I'm standing in glue at the mercy of this half-ruined ruin When white light shone through the blue din And scooped me 
up from under the armpits I rose into the air without the aid of a harness The broken bear fell apart to pieces And I woke in a chair still wearing my sneakers favorites when was the last time you were in churchill i i was uh i was in Churchill a few months ago i took my girlfriend up there and her daughter and uh yeah it was quite a trip the wooden polar bear is still standing uh you can go check it out you can go slide down it if you want um yeah i guess to set the scene a little bit um you know because it's so cold in the town of Churchill and because of the threat of the polar bears they just constructed this giant kind of uh, I don't know how you would describe maybe brutalist uh, kind of all-encompassing indoor kind of hub for the town called the town center complex Um, and yeah that's kind of the scene for this uh, 15 foot tall wooden polar bear that has a slide coming out of its mouth so as a kid you run into the butt of the polar bear. There's actually a little area where you can hang out and smoke smokes and make out with your girlfriend if you want. Um, and inside. then, yeah, and then, yeah, inside the bear. You can, you, anybody can Google it. It's, it's pretty. It's very, very. It's 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 striking. You know. Anyways. So yeah. So. Um, so yeah, that uh, that song was written in the same place I wrote the, the uh, brains and brawn at. And uh, it was a very, very lucid post-drinking dream. And um, yeah, and it happened in a room in which one of the bigger drug dealers in town committed suicide by a shotgun. Um, And there was rumors that he had hidden money and drugs in the vents of the house. So there was always people asking if we had gone through the vents of the house that we were staying in uh, to to find Bob's stash or whatever. Um, but, you know, that's kind of like an urban legend, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. That's from uh, the High Arctic 7-inch, which was um, our last 7-inch. And right before our kind of vinyl collapse, we were trying to do vinyl uh, quite a bit in those years. But I think it was... Um, that and then a couple others and then we had to stop we just didn't have the money to continue because you just couldn't sell enough to uh just got too many returns and too many things stop happening unfortunately because we really love doing vinyl and we only recently were able to do a piece of vinyl like there was a 15 year gap so 
any uh, requests for what you'd like to do next? Um, let me conjure up my list here. Let's yeah, let's do Bible Belt Babylon. Sounds great. Okay, yeah, so this is one. this is Bible Belt Babylon from Pinky's Laundromat. I should really have the years in front of me so I could tell people these things. I'll look it up okay. during the song and we can get our shit together here. All right, this is Bible Belt Babylon.
Yeah. How about those Sadat X cuts by DJ Honeycutt? I was going to say. Good stuff. Love those. Love those cuts. Yep. So I looked up the year that we did Pinky's Laundromat, and it's 2004. Ah, there we go. That was that was my year, man. <laughs> <laughs> Mine too. I was, doing, I was killing it in 2004. <laughs> Do tell. Oh, I don't know. I had the Pinkies was making noise, man. It, we had the cover of the Uptown. We had the you know, big feature in the Winnipeg Sun. Like, you know, later, uh, Bart, Bart Kivas, uh, you know, when we get to the third album, he was like, see, the first album, we had an angle because we were from Churchill. And the second album, you, you had the whole North End storytelling thing. And he goes, but the third album's just a rap album. How do I... How do I sell this story to people, right? Yeah. But, but yeah, but Pinky's got a lot of really good attention and it was like, it was a fun thing to get recognized for because it was about the neighborhood that my mother, my mother, my mother was from in, in Winnipeg, the North End, and the one that I moved to when we got here uh, to Winnipeg. So it was cool to put on for the neighborhood like that. Um, and it's just a great Winnipeg song full of Winnipeg references like uh, Brother Jake and Al Golden, the super greasy community, or he had like a country club that uh, the bikers used to hang out at. He got in some shit for that. Yeah. Ran for mayor, ran for mayor a few times, real greasy. Yeah. And then, and then this is the first mention of Mike Cernick, um, who I did the whole song Yuletide Bandit about with, uh, with Rob Crooks on the record with Rob Crooks. So, all sorts of cool shit going on. No doubt. That was a um, lot of fun to make that record. Pinkies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Pinkies, like, I, you know, Pinkies is, is really getting it together. That's where we're getting it together, you know? Like, we got a, we had a well-oiled machine going at that point, I think. Well, I mean, you know, you would, you'd call me up and go, here's the concept, you know, it's a story, it's this, it's that, there's skits. I'm like, okay. That was all you, just for the record. That was 100% you. I had, you know, I made the beats and I put it together, but every bit of, every bit of craftsmanship as far as the story was. Yeah. And, you know, I had the luxury of, of being sequestered to write, like I wrote the majority of Pinkies in Rankin Inlet in Nunavut. And I was just up there camped out for, I think I was there for a month, maybe six weeks or so. And there really was nothing to do except for write raps. So, so that's where Pinky's got written. I think we should play my pick from this album. You know, I did like a, a little snap. I love this album. I love every bit of it. And I was actually went for a walk the other day and listened to it in its entirety and was just, you know, very happy to listen to it. But the last two songs to me uh, really you know make me very very happy they're just i mean they're they're not bangers they're just this they're what i think we do that's unique which is these rich you know production wise they're really just full and melodic and and then you have these stories it's just like i don't know who does it like we do it you know what i mean as far as us being unique and how we work together and so this, to me, really represents that. This is uh, one too many for the none too friendly. 
But before my hands I was heated My girl went to score beer She knew what I needed I had at least four here Six at the crib But we'll keep that a secret Until now I did Some pissy life was keeping my hands chilly I feel the spite peeping on man's grill me It could have been a birthday or Thanksgiving something You know fine wines and linen Me and my girl behind time and grin Me and my girl arrived high from spliffin' Lifted, and we had them wasted on this shit They're blatant, they hate that she been naked with this kid They fake him and feign interest Asking about biz as if they give a shit Dismissing our tryst, soon she'll tire of slumming It ain't Christmas, but they got something coming The first time I hit him, I didn't use my fist But the second time I hit him, I felt my knuckles split I said the first time I hit him, I didn't use my fist. But the second time I hit him, I felt my knuckles split. I was real friendly, hobnobbing. Got sick of pretending, so I stopped talking. Wanted to let him know they all knob gobblers, and they can eat a dick. I can't believe this shit. Living life hard makes me a foreigner. Nine cars parked in the yard and around the corner. So sour, but I can't curdle yet. This by the dower dink in the black turtleneck. Turned the other cheek, he baited my face well. When he learned I ain't graduated from grade 12. Street smarts ain't shit to cats like him. Rarely have to travel past White Ridge. Didn't excuse myself, stood to hit the loo. Pissing moves, thinking what's good for getting through. But then I thought about my sexy lady and decided against the especially crazy. The first time I hit him, I didn't use my fist. But the second time I hit him, I felt my knuckles split. I said the first time I hit him, I didn't use my fist. But the second time I hit him, I felt my knuckles split. And not making a scene Wash my hands on the way to taking a seat At least I was till I heard the goings on in the kitchen My girl's annoying mom flipping and bitching She don't like the jeans, I rock half off ass She don't like dropouts and says I ain't got class Then she pulled all the stops out, some punk in her office Wants to meet my girl and she wants her to pop in He says she look good in her photos And he don't drink too or have issues with the popo Visit to desk daily, wondering when her daughter will ditch her laundromat dwelling slumming friend. I thought about my people, all us down. I thought about my man G who got drunk and drowned. I thought about my homies dreams of banging a box. I thought about JD slanging them rocks. I thought about the past, moving drugs with my dad. And I thought about my mom cold busting her ass. I thought about leaving before shit pops off when I saw my girl's brother with a bottle of scotch. Now, he didn't do shit, but it's who we move with. Mom's playing cute, and the rest of these fools stand the scotch out his vice grips. Hit him twice and split into the night. Brought the scotch and my pride with. The first time I hit him, I didn't use my fist. It was a bottle of scotch. But the second time I hit him, I felt my knuckles split. Watching him drop. I said the first time I hit him, I didn't use my fist. Bald and bled, but the second time I hit him, I felt my knuckles split. She never called me again.
right, Nelly. It's closing time. I'm getting out of here. I'm setting the alarm. Let's go. Well, anything you want to divulge about that one? Don't say no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, that one's that one's mostly rooted in the truth, with a real healthy revenge fantasy element to it, that kind of added in at the end. But uh, but you know, there's some real stuff in there that something that really sticks out, and it's kind of funny, actually. Um, uh, you know this. Uh, ex-girlfriend of mine her family celebrated this thing called christmas in july um which as a poor person it blew my fucking mind um but essentially it was just a an excuse for a couple families to get together and exchange gifts like it was christmas because they right. couldn't wait a year to uh to lavish gifts upon each other i guess but um so at at a christmas in july a true dipshit in a black turtleneck um we were having a totally normal conversation you know I, I, you know i would have been like 20 you know this person probably would have been 45 or 50 uh and then they yeah and then i divulged that i'd never graduated high school and it was like mask off you know like yeah. it, was a, it was an immediate visceral reaction um so yes yeah, so there was there was some like there's some really true stuff in there my uh you know my ex-girl's mom was trying to set her up with a different guy but in retrospect it was probably for the best because <laughs> uh i was not the most stable uh or forward-looking guy at that time so i have a little bit more perspective uh regarding her mother's position looking back i guess is a way to say it all right uh, what else happens in that song? Um, Do you I think that song? Did you hit like a lot the brother? Of, yeah, the, I, I invented the brother. Right. I had to invent the brother. There was, yeah. Oh, you know what's funny about this is the second revenge fantasy song on on Pinkies because there's also Black Knife. Yeah. Which is which is a full on necro yeah. full style on. revenge fantasy song. But very artfully done. Yeah, it's a little more direct, though. Yeah, yeah. Directly to your fucking heart. That's, uh, <laughs> that was probably the track where I was like, huh, a little more outside <laughs> yeah. of my comfort zone. Not that I was uncomfortable about it, but a little more of an eyebrow raise than, than most. I was saying to somebody, there's generally at least one song a record that gets axed. It's like, this song's yeah, not always. a good idea. Yeah. And that was the other thing, and you know, I went back and listened to a lot of the records to get ready for this. And there's a few I would cut as well. That <laughs> yeah. In retrospect, there's some songs that I would definitely, um, what is it? I would uh, file 13 them for sure. For sure. Yet, what's the difference at this point? You know, like they oh. came out, they didn't come out. You know, we, yeah, we did I what mean, we did. And if that it was one fewer song on the album it wouldn't have made us more famous so hey what the heck right yeah. we had fun Someone's like i we should have signed this guy but then there was there's that, that one, one. um all right let's uh i'm gonna play i guess we are gonna go more or less in order so another song that i picked is a is a track that you did with uh myself and bird of prey about oh, this yeah. time 
um, this, this this album came out probably six months after Pinky's Laundromat. Um, the album is called Nothing Is Cool, and this song is called A Little Bitter. So become blood donors Unless you wake up gamey and hungover daily Your Nancy boy flailing can't assail me Get at me boy, I'm crazy Livid, this dude's hype Exquisite with English Living a crude life At 22, like I'm trying to get this food right At 24, I wanna pig out from plenty more Record soul, get the dough Rapid better flows Festivals, expos, I play a mess of those Fishy shows on catwalks with stripper poles Videos and rap-offs, I'm winning most Little babies don't get brolic, they get colic Cough fits, talk shit, I'ma stop it Half cock challengers served last year NASA tallies a number, it's out the stratosphere Drop the J and you know what goes on Not to play, I'm here to work in that sojourn Roll call, Mac and Roll and Bird We told y'all nothing is cool, Big Smitty, you heard me I'm just a little bitter Always giving me stone looks Still trying to find John Smith in the phone book Write my own hooks Not known to build for theirs on the product Now you're taking mom's silverware's Got the rye, not the rye You sell to junkies Strictly neck snapping Now you need help of monkeys Fell for the okie doke Call it a con game Tried to get a leg up Found out you gone lame Bottled emptied out As soon as the blunt's gone Sun woke up And earled on my front lawn Dumb wrong, not bright Never get a thigh right in the glare of the white hot spotlight Klondike, gold rush Sold what you told us Hands up like hold ups Love only for cold crush You suck I'm just a little bitter I'm just a little bitter Just a little bitter These fools are talking like What they do is quintessential Acting like the world is yours But it's just a rental There's a difference in nonsense And existential Get a feel for context Forget the non-essential Dropping bomb threats Claiming that nothing harms them When they get caught Claiming it on one arm men I know the plot and you're not a Richard Kimball type Can't be the big shot, get your friggin' signals right Stay in the audience and bitch when the show's over Wanna be pop stars, find their niche like Jones Soda You're not paid and your manager's hardly either Find more bank in your average parking meter Start to see the light at the end of the tunnel But the pond's full tonight and you're just another puddle duck We're on a roll and there's no signs of stopping soon Looking in my magic mirror, hosting the rumper room I see bird of prey and I see John Smitty, and I see buyers, but to me they are beyond pity. They are the unnamed, escaping the damn cellar. Won't see the kind of game that you're taking a bank teller. Yeah, my man Mackerel is John Smith, oldest 25 year old you ever met. I'm just a little bitter. Bird of prey, what's up a mug, man? Crotch, curmudgeon, the young. I'm just a little bitter. My man Mackerel, what's really good? Nothing, nothing is cool. I'm just a little bitter. Break bread, y'all.
Yeah, not much needs to be said. That's uh, a fun little track off of Nothing Is Cool. I love that song. I love that song too. That was fun. Yeah, pretty, that's, it's pretty hard. We played that. We got to play live. We got to play that live quite a bit. We we toured that, right? Me, you, and Bird. We all toured together. I think we did it, and and some combination. If there was two of us, if you and I were together, we might just do it anyway. Or if Bird and I were together, we'd do it anyway because yeah. it was just that, that go one hard. really. Yeah, that that one really popped live. Um, you know, there's another one. Do you, can should we segue this into the into my song with a guest? Since that was me with other people. Sure. Make, However you want to do it. Does that make the most sense? Yeah. Um. So yeah, we we played the we played the shit out of that live, and sometime around this same era, I had the jam with Gruff Whiplash. Yeah. Remember that one? And so for me, in that era, Whiplash and A Little Bitter were like, those were the ones that really, really hit live. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then this, and I had to pick between, because I really wanted to pick, I was trying to uh, nail down a collaborations one. Eventually, I ended up going with the song we're going to hear. Right. Which is with Yai, um, Dizzy B. But um, but it was almost going to be Whiplash, and I feel like Danny and I have got to do Busy B live twice, and it goes almost as hard as Whiplash. That's the connecting thread right there. Right. Yeah, because Busy B goes, man. Well, let's hear it. This is uh, we're jumping forward in time. This is a Busy B from Yai's most recent album, An Uneven Eleven. And once again, I don't know what year, but I think it was 2016. 2017. Yes. Thank you very much. So much more recent. This is called Busy Bee. Number two, I'm paranoid like a rapper, the kind of smoke hella weed. But I ain't do that no more, ain't even pressing CDs. They still beg me to battle, that's like a baby to rattle. Trying to scrap with the stupid kid, I do with a banjo. My deliverance outmans you, heal like an animal, squeal like a pig, fucker, eat it like a ramen noodle. You must be shitting, I'm a labadoodle. Me and my man is cuckoo, even if I voice force, I ram it through you. You in a corny squad, might as well not exist. Posterizing defenses, the bucket's bottomless They think that Pac is old school, that shit preposterous Listening to Busy B before y'all was popping zits Go Busy B, what time is it? Falling to sleep with the financing Beacon off of the treatment Find that's fair, I go off of the deep end Times that square, back in 89 I was eight, maybe nine, baby Wait beyond saving, not really big Stay behind, saying they be fine Tell they be lies, they become, they be fine 
tried to convince them all I know the time couldn't give it dope Time tip it dope Carbon shots, not drawing up a give and go Minimal level of difficulty in my soul And my soul, veritable, very terrible Irritable, carrying the world, charitable Compared to you, clear of the moon Bounces off, share with you, clearing the room Busting, moving it, that's so Come on, that's so, don't speak bad the people that know can't even let go They believe in it only if they're breathing I'm about to go busy be What time is it? Fall into sleep with the finance in Begin off of the treatment Find that's fair, I go off of the deep end Times that square, go busy be What time is it? Fall into sleep with the finance in Begin off of the treatment Find that's fair, I go off of the deep end that's weird. Long as that said, rhymes back then. Recline back, say it damn, why is that there? Style packed in, five fat bread. Fat five men, you be gone, fact is. Climb that ledge, act like you know. Whack like judo, get that like group home. You lukewarm, I bought the with the two corn. You find a lot of loopholes, I'm smiling at your new phone. Rappers like addicts, best move to pipe down. Scoop your fam up, move to a nice town Half of your clan clubs make me wanna fight now This black magic gets top five of white clowns I'm dumb slow, what the fuck is a juggler? Put me on the list, face red like Trumbo Trying for the EGOT, settle for the gummo Dying over in deep thought, I'm ready for the rumble Go busy B, what time is it? Fall into sleep with the finance in Beacon off of the treatment Busy B. Oh yeah. That is a great song. That is from An Uneven Eleven by Yai from 2017. And uh, recording that album was kind of funny because he came to Vancouver to record it and he was so dialed and I was working at like I was working every day that he he was here. So he we would start recording probably at like 7 p.m. and and stop at like 9:30, and it Ooh. took three days. And he he was so precise that we would record like five six songs a day, five songs a day probably, but he'd only wow. do, he'd only need two takes because he's just so dialed, and he would just do it, and <laughs> I'd be like, I don't think we need to do that again. It was just you know, because wow. he's so precise. Like he would do another take, and it was exactly the same as the last take. So you don't really need to do it five or six or seven times. Yeah. So I think, you know, what it is. Yeah. So I think that the actual like quote unquote studio time was like six hours. And yeah. then, and then it was like, okay, we got to get all the guests on this. And then I, I was in Winnipeg at the time. So I was out to, for Winnipeg to, to record the guests and everybody kind of filed in single file. Like you did your song, Rob Crooks did a song, Ness did a song, Pip did a song. Um, 
uh, gumshoe. And, uh, and unfortunately, like we did it in one of the kids' bedrooms and the sound was just not good. And, and you were just going, you're, you're turned up to 11 spinal tap style. Like you're just Uh, yelling and the resonance. I was incredibly, incredibly high on drugs, uh, (laughs) in that era. That is the height of me. Uh, that is me out of control actually on that song, but it is. I'll fight to the death for that song. It's still a great song, despite my eyes being the size of saucers and me just spitting all over the place on that one. Yeah, and like you were, I've never seen you that loud. And unfortunately, (laughs) I was not ready because I just, I did not have a good studio set up and I did not have a proper dead, you know, I couldn't properly dead. So there's reflections all over this, you know, uh, the stupple ceiling and all this. And it just oh, didn't, God. I, I really fought that mix for a long time, but it worked out. I had to just make it as loud as possible. Yeah. Well, on my end of that, you know, I wrote it in the same mind frame. I was, I was pretty messed up for a minute there. Uh, but my motivation for that song and the way I wrote it, and you can hear it in the first two bars when I say uh, B-A-Z-O-O-K-A uh, I'm basically almost exactly aping LL Cool J's first two bars in I'm Bad Okay. because this beat to me has a similar dun 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 as, yeah. as I'm Bad you know what I mean Yeah. And, be, and, and then Danny brings it to me and it's got you know the busy B angle to it um, you know, which any, if anybody knows old school rap, they know about Busy B. So I was like, I'm just going to embrace this bullet, right? Yeah. Um, and so those first two bars, that's the blueprint for them. And then I start expanding on it. But then when, by the time you get to the end of the first verse, I've found this place where I'm working animal puns into a span of about five or six bars. Yeah. Um, you know, when I'm like talking about uh being horse and i'll ram it through you and labradoodles and (laughs) (laughs) and all this stuff like it's such a weird tangent uh but i but i'll ride for it i really really like this song and obviously danny's parts are great um for my second verse i completely do an uh uh, an ape on danny's flow yeah you know his he does four and i do four or whatever but so I was keyed in, but maybe not in the most healthy way. But what a song. <laughs> it worked out. It worked out good. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, neither of us picked, because we have such a big catalog, we decided to pick five songs each. And neither of us picked anything from uh, our album with Danny as Park Like Setting, which, you know, if we're going back to, chron- to the chron- chronological order of what we've done, we did A Little Bitter, which was with McEnroe uh, and Bird of Prey. And then we did the Park Lake Setting Craftsman album, which was super fun. Yeah, um, yeah, and there's a lot of great songs on there too. It was it was a fight to pick five, man. Absolutely, but you know, the four-hour podcast is just not. You know, part two. <laughs> there's always part two. We got lots of time. Um, so then we did an album, you and I, called Growing Pains. Do you want to set up that album a little bit? Yeah, I yeah, the Growing Pains is so. Such, such a satisfying thing. Um, the cliff notes are, we get this weird, is it a distribution deal, Rod? Is that what it is? Yes. With with Fontana. And in my mind, Fontana is 
connected to Universal, so it's a distribution deal with Universal in my mind. Which is which is uh, true. Which is kind of true, right? It is yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. So you get at me and say, if I were to fly you out to Vancouver in 10 days, would you have an album ready? And it just so happened that I was in the most productive writing rap point of, of my life. My whole life at this time was running my record shop and then going to my sad bachelor apartment and just pounding whiskey and writing raps over like chameleon air instrumentals and dipset instrumentals. Yeah. Um, and so Roddy says, can you do this? And I just so happen to have a giant stack of raps. And 10 days later, we punch out growing pains. Is that, that's accurate, right? Well, yes, it is accurate in terms of, but I, I thought a lot of it was written. Am mm. I wrong? Is, was it a lot of it written when you were, no, that was park-like setting when you were under house arrest. Oh, no, no, you're correct. The, the, I, was under, <laughs> I was under house arrest around this time, and that is when a lot of the writing was done. Um, and I mean, collared and cuffed, uh, which I almost picked, um, documents, you know, being on house arrest or whatever. Yeah. Um, yes, that was, that was part of this, was work, home, write raps because you had to be home. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I, I might have left out the had to be home part. Right. Yeah. But not for any reason. No. No. <laughs> We're not hiding anything here. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Well, let's play a song from Growing Pains, which is one another one of my favorite albums of ours. Um, gosh, it's so hard to pick. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play Crimson Paint first and then we'll play oh, another yeah. track. Here we go. Slow. 
under street lights, measly glow, see the scope. It's like a TP, open their G's to smoke. Someone to be me until they meet Beastly Joe. Yo, the pain's daily until my veins fail me like Lane Staley. This is the Alice in Chains mailing list, displaying wrists. The blood sprays when you make a fist. One of my heroes dies, I can't take this shit. The blood sprays when you make a fist Crimson paint to drip I'm faint and limp My brain racing at a brazen clip Damn broke, but if they paid me still I'd probably exchange the ale and blaze for pills Naive, I was in this to display my skills And now me, like my elders, I'm a slave to ills I remember, not too long ago And where you at now, homie, I gotta know Is it better there? Is it finally wrong? Self-destruction, man. I don't know what it is. We go together like reefer and beer, you know what I mean? Let's make a deal. We'll keep looking for love. You guys try to give it to us before we're dead, alright? Peace. Yeah. Yo, that shit's bananas. Love that song. Uh, so I wrote that the night old dirty bastard died. Right. Um, yeah, and uh, you know those initial bars is me interpolating him interpolating Hollywood swinging. Right. Um, and yeah, I mean that of all the I guess you know the rock stars whatever celebrity deaths old dirty definitely resonated the most with me um and yeah yeah i mean it's yeah i really really like that song i don't know what else to say about it i won't i uh i'm really proud of the uh the pain daily until my veins fail me like lane staley line which is a reference to the lead singer from alice in chains yeah uh who who, who uh was a pretty hard heroin junkie Oh. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I really love that song. And why, why old dirty? Uh, I, you know, I, you know, I'm referencing it a little bit, and, and I definitely don't want to jump too deep into it. But you know, I've fought, uh, you know, substance abuse issues for my whole life, and those things coupled with with mental health issues can combine to to uh, make for some really erratic behavior. Um, uh, which I'm also, you know, are, at certain points in my life have been prone to. So I always felt a real kinship with Dirty in that, you know, when he's there and he's on, and even when he's not fully there, you can you can see and feel the breadth of his connection to music and and to his community and to his childhood, even um, just where he's coming from and who he is. Right. Yeah. So that was always really inspiring for me. And I think people look at Dirty like he was kind of a clown or something like that, and that is not a view that I hold. And I don't. And I and I think if you paid any attention to his music, you know, you couldn't walk away with that. 
you know, yeah. uh, perspective on him. So yeah, uh, so yeah, so that one really hit me, and and yeah, I'll put, you know, I'll put Dirty's first album up against any so-called avant-garde or experimental rap album ever. Right. Like, yeah, it's just to me is such a bizarre experiment, uh, and yeah, maybe probably a top five rap record. Period for me. It took a long time for me to get my head around that album. I love the album, and and I liked it at first, but it was it broke so many rules and was just so wild. And just some of the stuff he did on it was just part of it was, I guess, trying him trying to be controlled by a producer, trying to like line things back up, and him just being wild. And yeah, uh, you know, apparently he had to record it like four bars at a time because, you know, he's he's kind of grasping at things, right? Like, yeah. I know, I know from experience, you know, with booze and drugs and shit, like you can find yourself in a place where you can't, um, necessarily formulate a sequence of logical thoughts into something, but, but you can once in a while grab the tail of something that's getting away from you and it can be brilliant. Right. And this is that, you know, the record is like a pastiche of moments like that. And um, and then there's this moment in the middle of it, the one where he gives that crazy speech about how jealous he gets when he sees other people rap. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you remember that, about how he wants to kill, you know, he wants to kill the person that he sees with the microphone because he wants to be rapping and he's jealous of someone else having the microphone. Like, that shit's, you know, that's deep, <laughs> deep, soulful shit. Yeah. Well, I think uh, Crimson Paint is a, a worthy tribute. That's my opinion. Thank you. Let's play another one from uh, Growing Pains. Uh, this is called Money Out. Messages, 35 voicemail, what the hell is this? I shuffled to the lobby, shoulder to ear Keys in one hand, squeezing souls I could hear I caught the first noise, it was the worst voice Last time I told him come around, you getting hurt, boy He says he coming through, he said he owe me He just went from fucking goof to crazy homie I'm counting cake and busting moves, I'm throwing W's Cause y'all know where I'm from, I'm from Broke Street Open a pole box, and what did Joe see? It couldn't hold all the checks and CODs It's full of money orders, the paper potpourri the pick of the bunch, cash is the OG I take it how I get it, if not the hood way When all my money comes in, that's a good day What if all my money came in one day? I make sure everyone's paid I put my kicks to the runway So long homies, I'm so gone Yeah, I owe 
money, I take care of it I roll the roach joints when I can barely piff I been lower on the block than Esterovich I stuff the smelly proofs, then I'ma carry bricks And homie, I'ma tell ya, this is a good look I'm knowing how you feel, I been it dead too Get that monkey off your back, take a rest dude Until we meet again, all the best fool But if all my money came in one day I make sure everyone's paid I put my kicks to the runway So long homies, I'm so gone I'm in the taxi, my girl beside me We in the backseat just after arriving The windows open, the sun shining The warm breeze, we lean back and close our eyes in The sand's snow white, we at the hotel The beer is so cold, listen to the ocean swell I'm close to her ear, because I'm whispering I brush away her hair, and tell her pinch me She kiss my forehead, and says it's not a dream Let's never go back, we'll live on the beach It sounds good to me, instead of on the streets If all my money came in, and that's something deep But if all my money came in one day I make sure everyone's paid I put my kicks to the runway So long homies, I'm so gone But if all my money came in one day I make sure everyone's paid I put my kicks to the runway So long homies, I'm so gone homie The seagulls are a sample. I didn't really go and record seagulls. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. I'm hanging out with my man Joe Comperi, Bazooka Joe, and we're listening to all the stuff we've done together over the years. That was um, that was Money Out from Growing Pains, the 2006 album on Peanuts and Corn Records. I produced it, and jo- Joe rapped it, and it was really good. Yeah, that one, uh, that that song features a couple things. One is that usually is maybe one song per record I might sing a little bit on. So that's the one song that I sing a little bit on on Growing Pains. But um, but the other thing about that is is that flow is directly taken from Eight Ball from Eight Ball and MJG. He has a song called Stop Playing Games. And uh, and that's where that flow comes from. And uh, yeah, that's one of those things where it's like, um, if you establish, you know, that kind of, it's got kind of like a bit of a role and a little bit of attitude to it. If you if you establish it, you can just beat it into the ground. And that's what Eight Ball does on Stop Playing Games. And that's that's what I was doing, but in a much more gentle way on this song. Right. And that, so that that's technically our, our third album, the third John Smith album that uh, we did. Um, and 
uh, to me, you know, it's the full package, and it's the one that I like. Feel like it should have got more love. And like you were saying, yeah. you're saying Bartley said there's no angle, but it's just a banging record, and the production's yeah. crazy, and the storytelling's crazy, and you're at full. You know, no more awkward, no more like you're just in the zone. Yeah, yeah. Growing pains is the one I I show to people. Like if I if I gotta show people the record, maybe someone that's not really really into rap, you know, or maybe someone that's just a little into rap or whatever. Growing pains has hooks and really funky loops. You know, it's like big and fun and yeah, yeah. It's, I. Yeah, I love Growing Pains. I, I think Growing Pains represents the most complete solo album that I have so far, for sure. Right. Um, and we can jump forward to your next solo album if you'd like. Oh yeah, no, let's yeah, let's do that. So, um, you know, some time passed for us to work together again, and my calendar says that it was 2012 when we put out old man winter so that's six years later but what were we yeah. doing <laughs> yeah I, I mean i know what i was doing <laughs> uh yeah i was doing a whole lot of nothing just getting into trouble i was so. making yogurt commercials and things like that hey yeah important stuff yeah yeah exactly uh, yeah it's uh it's unfortunate but but it's it's great because I've, you know, I feel, uh, yeah, I feel pretty excited about making a lot of music moving forward. Right. So, Me too. I finally yeah. got so we'll got to figure it out. We can make more music. Yeah. Um, so let's play a song from Old Man Winter, uh, which I love this album. I love this. You know, it was really hard for me to pick songs or not pick songs on this record. Um, and I remember, you know, my pace of working on things. Like it took a I think we did Growing Pains I probably turned it around in like a few months and Old Man Winter we're getting to where it's taking me two years to finish a record I don't even know when we recorded it but I'm sure it was years before it came out do you remember that? Yeah. well it resulted in a weird bottleneck where I had a double album release party for this and, and the minor league MVP album was cut down like it was just everything was kind of disjointed and I mean material always for me always gets written a long time before the record comes out half the time I don't even feel like the same person you know yeah uh but yeah old man winter was a time man let's listen to this song it's called vandalize the temple cheap and so am I Rewind the beat and go for mine I live life in the streets with the ghosts and grime Give me a pipe and some reefer to blow my mind A knife and a sleeper, a hole from behind My nights get creepier, toe in the line Exposure's indecent, showing the whole nine They say I'm so low, but I know I'm so high Boys don't cry, they explode, no lying Bottle it up Shards go flying, blotter as fuck in a car, no license. Riding around, just taking the sights in. Hurricane hand. 
hands Jar full of lightning Snakes in my head take hold like a python Concrete quicksand paves my whole life And I'd have been drowned if it wasn't for writing While the town's people sleep We vandalize the temple High into evil seeking We vandalize the temple Violence and genius meet Do not defend me, I'm Dostoevsky, gambling, odds against me, cross the line, law prevents me, I lost my mind to sloth and envy, father I've a lot to tell thee, after I stop lying, here's the thing, I can't stop thinking about it, and I don't want to die, ever, for fucking real. I pop the pills, slam the drinks, talk and spill, grab and slink, pass the brink, crash and sink, catch a glimpse of the passing shipwreck, vain what I lack, in depth, a brain, control, cash, success, selling my soul, but the math is a mess, I'm in a hellified hole, branded and blessed, what's next? While the town's people sleep, we vandalize the temple, high into evil seeking. that one yeah me too it's a good song there's no samples on that song oh no no nope. that's, uh, that's all you that one that one's all me actually the whole album there's only like three samples I think yeah yeah that makes sense the crazy thing about that song is is uh, you can easily convert it to double time and if you convert it to double time it's like a party song but if you listen to it that way, it's like, oh my god, I'm drinking myself to death song. Uh, it, but I would, you know, for a long time, I I would host like club club nights and parties and stuff. Um, and yeah, you can just flip uh, vandalize the temple into double time, and people will party to it. So what, uh, you mean the lyrics are twice as fast, or you're just riding a beat that's twice as fast? No, you just go, you're not defending. I'm against me. Lost my mind to stop the nebby. You know what I mean? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, yeah, I'm killing myself in front of you. And everyone's going crazy, and you're rapping about Dostoevsky in the club, and it's working. I sneak it in there. Are you keeping up with uh, your reading and, and your love of literature? Not really. I mean, um, I just uh, I just finished my first term of university, so all I've been really reading was textbooks and uh, 
and for some reason the owl purdue website which is uh that's how you learn how to write academically but you have to pay a university a, a few thousand dollars to access it on the internet okay i figured out but um <laughs> but yeah i haven't done a ton of ton of reading lately i if anything i i think the only thing i'm really reading right now is crime or sports kind of long form stories that's, yeah that's the extent of, of me taking it in and let me publicly congratulate you on finishing your first term of university nicely done thank you thank you yeah nothing last, wrong with an education yeah last February I got my GED um and then last fall I started and then yeah yeah I just finished up one of them it was it was a bummer because of obviously because of the way it ended with lockdown and everything the last last couple classes were pretty dicey I was like shrinking into myself because I was way up on on the corona news before the rest of the world because I'm addicted to Twitter yeah so um so yeah it was it ended in a bit of a nightmare it was very hard for me to to be in school and then when it ended it was hard to be motivated for school but so you're, you're saying you were still going to class even though you knew it was probably not a great idea yeah they were waiting to shut it down and I was wondering what the hell they were waiting for right of course but but I got my foot in now the uh the other thing university provided for me was was therapy. I never, I had never been to a therapist until I started school, but you can access it free through school. Oh, great! Yeah, so, so all all these things started. I, you know, school started, and I started seeing seeing a therapist, and I got healthy. So, you know, things are good right now. Um, there is less vandalization of the temple. Nice. Yeah. Um, and so we can tell the world that we've been working on another record for the yeah. last uh, period of time. I've been out to Manitoba a couple times over the last uh, year and a half. And so about a year and a half ago, I think I came for the first time and said, hey, why don't we do a couple things? And we started something. And then I was back last August for my friend Pip's kid's wedding. And I took that uh, opportunity for us to record some more and now we have a little bit more work to do but we're getting close but we feel like we could maybe share something with the world um so what we haven't really talked about what the album's called it's all in your head and you've told me but why don't you just remind me and tell the world <laughs> and so this is now as bazooka joe is that correct yeah yeah it'll be Bazooka Joe, uh, the album is called The 40-Year-Old Burden. Um, yeah, and it's... Yeah, I, I think it's a great record. I think it's a return to form. Um, and I'm super excited to get these songs out there to people. Yeah, I really like it too. Obviously, we've got a little more work to do, but we have this one song that we recorded uh, in the first session... Um, and it's called Art School Kids, and it's pretty much ready to go. So this is um, this is not a demo, but it's not a mix either. So this is like <laughs> this is Joe's vocals and my rough arrangement, and it's pretty close to how it'll sound, I think. So this is the one we feel like we could share with y'all. So 
Maybe we'll play it and then we'll come back real quick and say goodnight. Let's do that. Sure. I came upon in battles, believed in meritocracy. A poor kid from the north again, it rap like it's the lottery. Ticket for the journey, man. The craft and the quality. Why y'all was at burning, man? I languished in poverty. My fam is the renters, never ever the owners. No cabin for the winter, no second home in Kelowna. My efforts and my patience will put your pussies in comas. Paper cuts till you perish. My only use for your diploma. And I never could compete with them art school kids. No, I never could compete with them art school kids. Too concerned with what to do, how I do it, then I did it, and I never could compete with them art school kids. I never could compete with them art school kids. No, I never could compete with them art school kids. Too concerned with what to do, how to do it, then I did it, and I never could compete with them art school kids. What's a five-year plan? I'm flying by the seat. After you quit your band, your mama buying your boutique. My life is light of hand. I'm a motherfucking magician. Something out of nothing. Your special skill is nepotism. Only thing in my future is death Janky maneuvers I get Dranks and shooters My set is a gang of losers I bet you claim perseverance behind Just success and not generations of wealth You think that being broke's a test For me broke's the mean, the median, and mode Just living's optimism Cheating death is the code Not insisting I'm a victim But I never knew hope And ain't stopping till your doctor Father's head in the rope Because I never could compete With them art school kids Nah, I never could compete With them art school kids too concerned with what I do, how to do it, then I did it Then I never could compete with them art school kids I never could compete with them art school kids No, I never could compete with them art school kids Too concerned with what I do, how to do it, then I did it And I never could compete with them art school kids Deep concentration, working towards infamy Turn your insulation into a murder mystery Embracing my misery, debasing civility Making my mark with scissors and taping it for the kids to see. I never could compete, so I'm cheating. Sledgehammer to your feet, that's the opening weekend. Splattering drop sheets from the moment ceiling. The devil is in the deeps, you got no hope of leaving. Because I never could compete with them art school kids. Nah, I never could compete with them art school kids. Too concerned with what I do, how to do it, then I did it. And I never could compete with them art school kids. I never could compete with them art school kids. Nah, I never could compete with them art school kids. Kids. Too concerned with what I do, how to do it, then I did it, and I never could compete with them art school kids. Yeah, that is hot stuff. Lucky listeners, you listen to the end and you get to hear the hot shit. That's yeah. art school kids from Forty Year Old Burden Bazooka Joe. Production by Mac and Row. You want to tell us about that song at all, or I guess it's self-explanatory. Fuck that. No, no, I, I, I think it's important to talk about it a little bit. Um, I, I, I think I, you know, I say it in the in the opening bars of the song. I came up on, I came up on the battles, believed in meritocracy. Um, I think you know, coming from Churchill, uh, and then moving to Winnipeg, I. I I think I was pretty naive about class for a long time. Yeah. Um, I only had an inherent distrust of moneyed people. Um, and and I think they sniffed that out in me often. It's a, it's a weird dynamic not coming from money. And then when you get into the arts, 
you figure out kind of that most of the people in the arts, um, you know, come from backgrounds of privilege and money. It's hard to stay in it without that kind of backbone. I don't know many people like me who can genuinely say, you know, I've put out a string of albums over the course of 20 years and, you know, done it with almost zero resources, you know, like uh, yeah. beyond my family and my wits. Um, and yeah, and, uh, yeah, I just think in the arts, it's, it's hard to survive uh, when you're not coming from a place of, of resources and money. And, and it's like, you know, on 40 or yeah, on 40 year old burden, there's a few kind of, you know, songs about class. Uh, the prestige is another one um, that'll be coming out. And, and yeah, I just think it's important to assert myself in that way and to let people know and be visible and say like, this is how it is. You know, there's no glamor here. And this is the viewpoint that I, this is where I come from. And this is the viewpoint um, for much of what goes on in the world. It, it, it is always filtered through a lens of money or no money to me, and it always will be, I guess, is is, uh, is the way to say it. Yeah, you've always sort of had that perspective, and, and it seems to be clarified very nicely on this album as far as... I mean, it's always, it's always been there. It's so there on Pinky's Laundromat, for example, even though you're yeah. a character, but it's, you know, it's your character. And this album really clarifies it for 2020 yeah yeah exactly yeah there there is some parallels there for sure on a, on a few of the songs on the record and like the youthful so, naivete of you know one too many for for the none too friendly is like fucking gone right like yeah 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 exactly yeah there's a it's a little bit more cynical um, and it bangs, so don't worry about it, everybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm super stoked uh, and excited for people to hear it. Well, it's been a lot of fun hanging out with you. We don't get to hang out that much since I live in one city and you're in another. But it's good to um, good to play these songs and, and uh, chat them up and walk down memory lane, and I've enjoyed it. I hope you have too. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. So that's it. That's the Peanuts and Corn podcast for today. And uh, hopefully we'll do some more episodes shortly with other goofballs from the label. We'll see if we can find Pip's kid and get him on the phone or something. We'll get DJ Honeycutt talking. He's 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 down. Oh, absolutely. We'll get my man Bird of Prey out in Toronto. Get him to talk. Maybe we can get Ness on the phone and do some talking. Get Danny. So this is just it, a, this is like the uh, this is like the romper room ending in the in a little bitter. I see. You. That's right. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. <laughs> right on. Well, that's uh, that's it. This is uh, this is McEnroe, and thank you again for listening. And listen to all, all the other stuff on Mixcloud. And uh, peace out. Thanks. Peace.